Mind Over Matter, where we feature young Jamaicans who are shooting for the stars. I'm your host, Margaret Boyne. My guest is only 17 years old. She's a sixth form student at the Carteret College. She's a change maker who is passionate about advocacy and believes that our young people's voices should be heard. She's a co-host on Nationwide's radio show, Talk Up Youth. My guest is Sabrina Barnes. Welcome to Mind Over Matter, Sabrina. Thank you for having me. Yes, man. You recently turned 17 years old. Um, you've uh, been an advocate. I mean, young people at your age, you know, are thinking about fun, um, <laughs> other things, but you're thinking about changing a nation building. Why is advocacy important to you? Why is it important to me? Mm-hmm. Only just having a voice, only just knowing that there are issues surrounding us that young people can change and trying to eliminate that stereotype that we're the future because they're right now. We don't have to wait until we're old and great to do something impactful to our society. So it's important because I like to be involved and mm-hmm. I feel like youth inclusion is something that is worth advocating for. Mm-hmm. So yes, very important to me. Okay. So when did you become um interested in you know speaking on behalf of the youths well i think it started really early when i was in primary school and i attended mackintosh primary i was a part of the debating team from like grade four so talking on issues was something mm-hmm. that i was always doing but it wasn't as participative or active until this summer actually when i was in a room with persons who had the resources and the positions to make a change. And we were invited, you know, as young people to come and sit, not to particularly speak, <laughs> but to sit. And then, yeah, I spoke. Then that's mm-hmm. where it felt like I did something good. Mm-hmm. And ever since, it's been something like a hobby, just doing mm-hmm. it out of goodwill. Mm-hmm. So for, for my young viewers, though, tell me what um, who is an advocate? Well, an advocate is someone who sees the needs of others, who listens to the needs of others and the issues, and who basically represents and speaks on behalf of that group. Mm -hmm. So I guess an advocate is just anyone who just thinks that it's their social responsibility to represent others and to speak Mm -hmm. on behalf of them. Mm -hmm. So what social issues are you um, passionate about? Well, for my age category, I really like to keep it within my age group. Mm-hmm. So I, I would talk about, you know, violence among children, our education system, archaic principles and rules that we need to have <laughs> reform. Um, I also speak on us having a voice. I also speak on youth inclusion. I also speak on politics. So I was a political analyst, but for sure, I would love to advocate for a cross-party discussion. Mm-hmm. So not only having the rivalry between the green and the orange, but having green and <laughs> orange sit down and talk about things affecting us as young people. Mm-hmm. Um, gender-based violence. Um, really anything that anything. affects young people, mm-hmm. I am ready and willing to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently saw you on on TV. 
Um, when they had the the hullabaloo, if you want to call it that, with the the length of the school school uniforms, was that resolved? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was actually. Okay. Um, I don't want to say it's as a result of my advocacy. However, mm-hmm. students are in school now, and um, students from the school contacted me, and um, students from other schools contacted me. Really similar issues and i've done my best to speak on behalf of them mm-hmm. but yeah so i was you, sure to not give my school who just to, you know be on the safe side yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um you're around the young people a lot talking on behalf of them what 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 do you think are the major challenges that young people are facing well, there are a lot. There are really mm-hmm. a lot. Some of them include the education system that we mm-hmm. currently have to be, you know, working through. Some of them include having a voice too. Young people don't feel as participative in their country as they should be. Mm-hmm. Some of them um, stem from even exploitation, you know, around the political election time. Also, these young people are active or they're there. You see them, but mm-hmm. then after election you don't relate to them anymore mm-hmm. some of them are mental as well, raising awareness of mental issues i know that we recently we had the grooming policy also young people would like to let go their hair they wouldn't mm-hmm. want to submit to articles anymore nutrition policy eating something that you know is actually substantial at school um the things that we learn the curriculum that needs reform um yeah participation and just also just speaking i feel like also the issues stemming for us is especially financial literacy mm-hmm. um there's this song that you know viral now mm-hmm. back in the class mm-hmm. yeah don't stick mm-hmm. and i remember one of my very good friends said that if money was a subject that is being taught in school more students will be at the front instead of the back <laughs> so basically listening to what we want to learn, mm-hmm. catering for our needs, asking us instead of thinking that you know what's best for us, simply ask and we have the solution. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, but but our, our elected officials though are making decisions on our behalf, on the behalf of the youth, but don't know what it is like to be a young person growing up today. What is the biggest thing that you want them to know about young people? That we're innovative, we're creative, we have ideas, we have solutions. We, oh my God, we are (laughs) beyond what you think we are. Mm -hmm. If we're able to pass CXC and CAPE in that short period of time, if we're able to go to school for five days out of a week that has seven days and excel if we're able to make international moves and speak and enter competitions and win, then we are more than able to be a part of the decision-making of the country as well. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are open and we want to participate. But how you respond, though, um, <clears throat> Sabrina, to the older persons who say, Oh, and them young people, yeah, them just them just come, them go and like them know everything. They want to change everything that has been working, you know. That that that's a perception of some of the, the older persons. How you respond to them? Well, there's this thing that I love to say that 
when we're not included in the solution, we become the problem. Mm. And as you can clearly see, the crime rates, the plethora of young people, if you can see illnesses, things like diabetes and just things that are happening, mental issues, they're mostly affecting young people. Mm -hmm. The death rate in our country, road fatalities, our young people are being killed, brain drain, our young people are leaving. We are the factors. We make up the demographic of the country. We mm -hmm. most young people live in Jamaica currently. We don't have an aging population anymore. Mm -hmm. So if we are not the solution, then what is? Yeah. So it's not about not knowing. And even mm -hmm. if you think you don't know, what are you going to do to help us to know? Mm -hmm. It's not about us knowing everything, but we know something. So it is mm -hmm. actually meeting us halfway, meeting us at least three quarters of the way, so we can actually help. Because if all the young people in the country should have that similar mindset to help that is their responsibility to help, then Jamaica will be a better place. But if we are excluded from that decision-making, then 2030 vision will just be a saying. Mm -hmm. do, do you work with any particular advocacy group? Yes, the Advocates Network. Love them okay. so much. Advocates <laughs> Network. Advocates mm -hmm. Network. So it's basically an NGO that... Mm -hmm. They basically, they advocate on all the issues, actually. It's really big. They have collaborations with NIA, um, JAMP, that's Jamaica Ad, um, Accountability Meta Portal, and some other stakeholders to ensure that the Jamaican voices are heard. Mm -hmm. For them, it's more of the people having power than the people in power having power. So, mm -hmm. yes, a wonderful group. I know that I've grown so far and they appreciate my voice and they actually listen. Mm -hmm. so yes, it's wonderful. Okay. Um, what are some of the accomplishments that you have had to date as an advocate? Hmm. Or the group has had? The group change. I think that's an accomplishment that any advocacy group loves to see. Mm -hmm. Or um, not only change, but having the officials see the need for change. Mm -hmm. um, being an advocacy group means that it takes a lot for persons to listen. Everyone will hear you, but to actually listen and act upon your advocacy, something that's really hard. Mm -hmm. The change, I know that when you do press releases and when you take it to the streets that you actually hear on the news the next day or you see us and then you hear in an update that something happened. And another life is saved or mm -hmm. people are benefiting. And I feel like that's the greatest accomplishment. So mm -hmm. basically those are the accomplishments that you've seen up today change. What um kind of fulfillment do you get um as an advocate? When when you when I actually advocate. Mm -hmm. And it takes them so long to realize that I was not just fumbling. <laughs> that actually makes sense. And when I actually see the change, mm -hmm. when I actually get young people to agree with me, when it not only becomes a viral meme, but something comes out of it, when you get some sort of traction, mm -hmm. when I know that another young person can say, yes, Sabrina, you're doing something good and I want to join. How do I be a part of it? Then it's fulfilling mm -hmm. because I know that I'm not just doing because mm. I'm bored and I'm just doing this because I need attention. I'm doing this because I want to make change. And I want other people to see that change too. 
it's very fulfilling when you actually accomplish what you set out to do mm-hmm. and you're like man it take a lot you had to take yes. it to the street back road and demonstrate <laughs> but at the end you actually got what you wanted yeah <laughs> okay um when i go on social media um i see um a lot of advocacy groups do you think though social media has helped or made it easier for young people to you know get involved or for their voices to be heard i think social media did make it um easier for us but it's how we use it actually to advocate Mm-hmm. For example, if I post a press release in the morning, I won't get a lot of comments. I won't get a lot of views either. So it depends on the form of advocacy and what you're actually advocating okay. for. That mm-hmm. social media will help because the truth about social media is that we're trying to utilize it to educate people. However, its main objective is to entertain. So mm-hmm. it can be good. But if you're not set out with the right objective, then it might just be like any other media there is. So mm-hmm. you're a sixth former at the Cartwright. Um, what other activities are you involved in? Because you're very involved at school as well. Well, I'm the student council president there, so that's mm-hmm. great. I'm involved in council matters, so that's we are the pressure group for the administration and the peer counseling presidents, which means that I cater for the emotional and psychosocial needs of the students, being their little sister or just being their brother or just being their friend when times get rough, promoting mm-hmm. mental health, etc. I'm also a part of the culture society. I'm the culture club president, which means I run the vibes, <laughs> keep the Jamaican and Caribbean culture rich in our school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also part of the choir, so mm-hmm. we sing melodious harmonies and we enter competitions and we we build the school spirit. Um, recently I was a prefect, and so that means I have to uphold the school standards. Um, I'm also a part of the ISCF, that's the Inter Schools Christian Fellowship. So that's where we not only promote healthy living but we promote a faith Mm so yeah the list is everlasting (laughs) but those are the main um activities so far Mm -hmm. and as the academic year progresses that i'll be a part of more things once i can manage it Mm -hmm. and uh, you're also a part of the um um talk of youth yeah tell me about that well, Talk of Youth, as the name suggests, is Talk of Youth, <laughs> allowing Jamaicans, young people to have a voice. So I'm a considered a trainee host. So basically, our pro- producer will tell us when to come in and when to speak on certain things. We're basically training to become one day the host of the program. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But yes, it's definitely something that I love to do, not only because I get to be myself, but actually get to share and speak on issues relating to young people and mm. also to get to hear it. Fun, mm. it's very beneficial. I wish if it got more, more traction. And I feel like that's one of the main objectives for a lot of young people to know about it mm-hmm. and to be attached to it. There's a medium where actual young people that are representing them 
are actually here speaking on things affecting them. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a good experience so far. I do it every day and stop going to school. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> it's definitely so. <laughs> Uh, um, you 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 passed eleven subjects. Um, CSEC. How yeah. were you able to achieve that during a pandemic that disrupted? I mean, your school life. Well, I didn't do eleven in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So I did two when I just started high school. I did two CSEC subjects in first form only because nobody did that. Like, there's in not many students form? that would take up. In first yes. form, wow. So my aim, my aim was to finish high school before the five years. I didn't want to do the conventional five years. Like yes. I had a plan. Mm-hmm. However, the school had another plan for me. Right. But in the COVID period, um, I love technology. So I in that opportunity. I had a database, a dashboard, where I had all past papers, all the resources, all the notes. I was very participative in online sessions. Um, at one point, the way how I study is basically to teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'd have Zoom meeting okay. with my classmates, and my favorite subject was accounting. So I'd basically teach them what the teacher taught me. And it was mm-hmm. fun because... Definitely, I wanted to pass. Right. I'm not going to fail. Mm-hmm. And I had a vision board. And every day I'd look at the nine CXCs. I have to get all of them, no matter what. Um, Life did hit. There was a lot of things that happened in the COVID period. Just watching the news alone was depressing. But we, we pulled through. I want to say that my generation or my year group is the most resilient of Jamaicans because we definitely did not have an easy patch, mm-hmm. but nobody failed. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely something. Mm-hmm. So what are you studying in sixth form? Well, I'm studying a plethora of subjects. <laughs> I did not know that I chosen. <laughs> I should have expected that. I expect that. Answer. However, <laughs> the main subject so far is law, because I want to mm-hmm. be an attorney at law in the future. I'm doing sociology, that's a study of society and human behaviors. Doing management of business, I'm doing information technology. I'm doing performing arts because I love the performing arts. And I'm also doing communication studies because that is a mandatory subject. Mm-hmm. So law, um, I, I expected you to, to actually say law because I can see you um, as a lawyer. I mean, you're continuing your advocacy. LLB in the yes. next four years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so tell me about your parents, home life. You know, tell me a little home about life. Well, home life is a bit interesting. My mm-hmm. parents, um, they're very supportive mm-hmm. for the most part. They are. My mom, especially. My mommy is definitely somebody who I can count on to tell me what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and why to do it. <laughs> so she keeps me in check most of the time. Yes. Um, yes. Mm. Um, she'll tell me what to wear, when to wear it, how to wear it, etc. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah, my mom and my dad as well. But you know, fathers, they're not really that emotional. They don't show that. Right. So when I do well, he expects me to do well. 
So when I'll share the information with him, he expects nothing less. So he's <laughs> yeah. not going to say, oh my God, I'm proud of you. But you know, he's expecting it. And he is proud, <laughs> even though he doesn't say. Mm-hmm. But I know. So yes, my parents are very supportive. Okay. So do you want to heal up your Descartes um, family? Yeah, my DC people are nice. <laughs> One DC, big like house. That's what we say. ADC, <laughs> big like house. Yeah, big like house. <laughs> uh, um, so Sabrina, um, I wanted to leave a message for young people, though. You know, um, leave a word of encouragement. All right, so. What would I say to somebody out there who's my age? Age is just a number. You know, there are so many things out there that you can do at your age. There are a lot of resources. There are a lot of people out there who are ready and willing to take you up and allow you to start your journey just with helping. It doesn't have to be advocacy, but just being involved. It will change your life in so many ways and the lives of others. So just to know that your social responsibility is to do something that helps you and someone else. So if you're doing anything that you realize that only yourself is benefiting from, probably it's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a saying that's African Ubuntu. I am because you are. So any activity or anything there is in this world that someone else can you know, benefit from only because you exist, then, of course, you have made your contribution to the world, to your country, to your parish, to your community at large. So, yeah, find something good and do. Before I leave, though, um, Sabrina, volunteering, um, could you talk to them a little about that, how important um, volunteerism is? Yeah. So, as young people, we know, once you're not getting money for anything, we're not really too interested because mm. we won't leave the house without <laughs> yes. the lunch money to go to school. And we're the one benefiting from the education. <laughs> volunteering, um, not for volunteering, it will build you, your character. It will build your social skills. It will build your resume. It will build something that you can actually have as your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself out there and giving back to your community helps you to achieve your purpose. It helps you to see who you are and it helps you to find yourself. So mm-hmm. it's not about the monetary benefits, but definitely from the social benefits of mm-hmm. growing as an individual and as contributing. So it can be just going to have a three hours at the home closest to you. I know every community has a community center. Every community has a church. Every community has a school. It's just about dedicating your time to watching somebody else smile or to having somebody else keep their company. I know the elderly homes, they'd love if you come to them and read. The children's home, they'd love if you come and read to them, dance with them, give them back some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers, they have a lot on their plate already. They'd love if you'd come with a subject that you're passionate about, give them a helping hand. It builds you as well. So not only are you contributing to the community around you, but you know that you will find something in you. Probably you have conflict or struggles finding what you want to do. A lot of young people, not sure of the career path, not sure of what they want to do. They feel aimless. 
doing volunteerism might help you to find your place in society and how to contribute. And who knows, they might give you something at the end. <laughs> you might give something at the end. So it's about not how you start, but how you end. Mm -hmm. So definitely start out at the nearest youth center. My parish has a youth innovation center with lovely youth empowerment officers who are ready and willing to help young people find their place. So I know every parish has one. So it's just about you finding where it is and getting involved. Mm -hmm. Well, it was great talking to you, Sabrina. I enjoyed it. Um, you, seem a, you seem a lot <laughs> older than 17, though. I mean, you're sure about that age thing? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to wish you all the best, man, with you know whatever you do. And I'm sure I'll be seeing you more on my TV. You know, doing some more advocating. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope yeah, you get hopefully. through with that, that co host position as well. It was great talking yes, to we're you. Praying for that. <laughs> All nice, right. Thank you for okay. having me. Yeah, man, it was great. <laughs> <laughs>